Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blasting off underwater into outer space. Something like that. It's the Final Fantasy VII podcast here on Pusha Recaps. I am Brooklyn Zed, transitioning from land to sea to air to beyond air where there is no air. I think that's science. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Adam H. Adam, PN to chat. Uh, how you doing? Are you floating in space? Are you floating in the water? Are you submerged under the water? atmospheric state at I just, moment. I just either won the submarine fight or I'm out in space and things are going very poorly and we're gonna have to take the escape pod uh, and not show a single moment of how we get that escape pod and get back into the high wind. We're not going to show a single second how, of it. How exactly, uh, yeah, how that escape works. That is called <laughs> off-screen magic, baby. That's the best we can do. Listen, it was good enough for Shakespeare. It's good enough for Square. Uh, yes, so that is the major plot points we will be discussing today on the podcast. When left, when last we left our heroes, we were headed for the underwater reactor in Junon. Uh, we will travel through some submarines. You got yet another vehicle this week. Yeah, I mean, this is basically pimp my ride. Is is essentially <laughs> where we're at here in Final Fantasy VII. It feels like every episode we're coming up with a new form of transportation. Mm-hmm. Can you I, power I rank the vehicles? 
Well, okay. See, I feel like submarine is actually pretty close to the bottom. I'm not gonna lie; it's very well, slow. Yeah, the, and the ocean is, is deep. Yeah, I mean, so we get like high wind number one with a okay. bullet. I don't even think it's actually close. Yeah. Um, number oh, this is this is now tough. I'll take the I'll take the weird hydroplane number two because <laughs> uh, that did a lot of work for us i guess i'll take the submarine three and then four i'm gonna take the buggy because the buggy lasted the four seconds the p-mobile lasted four seconds wow. until it broke down. okay so, uh that's where we're at i'm hoping uh-huh. that uh next episode we just get straight up teleportation that would be mm. excellent that's what i'm hoping yes. for. in modern video games we would call that fast travel yeah uh this game was made in 1997 so nothing wrong with things that were made in no promises uh you know i would would like to see some i'd like to see some uh you know teleportation going on here michael jordan meme and i took that personally (laughs) uh Um, there you you go sports reference on your final fantasy podcast and not Uh, even from me yeah and also probably not the first time it's happened actually but it was probably also a reference to the 1990s bulls the last Mm -hmm. time it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh yeah so let's jump in to where we left off uh you were headed to the underwater reactor in junon is that the first place you actually went i think so right i believe it did is you there... go to i sent you on a, a handful of errands this week as well oh did i do them that is oh, a good i think person. so i think i did too but i'm just yes. trying to remember what you actually said i said after you get through the mini game let me know oh yes okay okay that, those yes. are the errands so we that did are the in reactor first. okay so I started by going into Junon, getting into this shady elevator uh, that I had to pay 10 gil for. Where 10 gil. 10 gil. You know what? I don't even mind paying if this were like a vending machine type situation. What I don't understand is why this one guard gets to run the show here. Do you know how many guards I've killed in the process of this game? I mean, we, we're mowing them down like my neighbors at 6.30 a.m. on a Monday morning, okay? We are... We, we get these guards down like it's absolutely nothing. But this one guy, freaking Kevin over here, is able to keep the elevator going for 10 gil a pop? Yeah, Kevin. What's this that is, about? This is ridiculous. Why are you so special, Kevin? Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, but we pay him off and whatever. We get in the elevator and we go down. Uh, just, you know, a little annoyed by that whole situation here. I shouldn't have to pay to be using this elevator when I own this town. Do you not see that I have a freaking helicopter airship out there? It's mine. Your cannon's not even here, Kevin. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. we get down into this thing. Uh, I have so few notes from this section because it was just so it was just so pointless. Uh, my my highlight here. They do the they do the march again. <laughs> that march that I had to like remember and like do in time. They kept doing it. They were like marching around, and I was like, "What are we doing here?" Um, we we roll around in there, whatever, and then we get down to this underwater reactor, which I will say is pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. that there's like you know these these giant tubes and and tunnels down Pneumatic below. Pneumatic tubes, perhaps. Yes. Um, it is a little confusing when I get into a random encounter down there and I'm and I'm fighting fish because uh-huh. presumably they're outside of the tubes. I, like, it doesn't really track how they're floating and attacking me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've said before, a lot of the logic of this game, I'm fine to hand wave. It's fine. But when yes. I'm fighting fish inside of a tube where they shouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. 
I don't know. The fish are running the aquarium. Something's not adding up correctly. Yeah, something's really off. Uh, we get down there. We kill just a ton of guards again, which is, you know, it's, again, why I'm wondering why Kevin is running the show upstairs. We kill a ton of guards. Uh, we get down to the to the meat of this reactor where there's apparently a little dock or something. Um uh, the logic of this again is very confusing because we are underwater. How is there like a dock situation going on down here? Like how, how I don't know. None of that tracks whatsoever for me. Um, what a feat of engineering though. If they're able to like come up with some kind of situation here underwater where they have created a docking system. Uh, yeah. It's like, are we, or are we not underwater? <laughs> I don't like, I don't know. I don't, how is this happening? um is is yeah i have no idea we get down we get to the reactor where they are where they are where the huge materia is and so i guess i forgot to say that right up front we our goal here is to get the huge materia that's why we're here in june on this we already have two or three of them something like that we have a bunch um but there's more there's always more because you know whatever and yes, we get he down successfully here. got the materia in coral by stopping the train, which I did not do. And then you got the materia in Fort Condor after you lost the minigame and then won the battle, neither of which was actually relevant to getting the materia itself. Yes. Um, it turns out this is barely relevant to, to be completely honest with you. Um, we get down here and then we, uh, this was the dumb fight. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say before this fight. But oh my god, Zed. We can get into the dumb fight. I this was the closest I have been to just stopping the game. And yeah. I, I don't I don't say that lightly because like we're here on a, on the podcast. Like this is this is a thing that we're doing, like going mm-hmm. through this game. But there was, I think I lost to this 20, 30 times or something <laughs> like that. Um and I just like I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And there were a couple times where I messaged you and I was like, I don't know what. I can even do differently. I had gotten to the point where I had like killed all the outside guards and like done a few other random encounters. I had like leveled up people and then I resaved. Uh, I grinded a bit in the place and then I resaved. These are all smart, good, uh, good strategies. Well, s- smart and good is not enough. Let me tell you. Um, we just kept going, kept going. I will say, uh, for for anyone who's interested, my party which I think I have roughly settled on here could change. We'll see. I'm at Pia and Barrett and Vincent. Those are my three that I like. I have been fully persuaded into uh, the Vincent camp. If for no other reason than I think that his limit break is busted. Um, I don't know if it's actually like quote unquote stronger than any of the other ones, but it like is so <laughs> see i told you yeah, i'm fully in i'm fully in on it i would love to have tifa also in the party if like if i could have four tifa's my next one out and i like there are probably going to be times when i when i you know kick uh kick barrett out of there for tifa but right now it's pia it's it's barrett and it's vincent um because barrett is an absolute tank mm-hmm. uh and vincent's uh limit break is just too good so that's who I have. That's what I was grinding with. That's what I was going with there. Um, and this took ages. I mean, Zed, this literally took me like 30 plus tries to beat this thing. Yeah. Um, you did message me at one point. You were like, I don't know if there's going to be a podcast this week just because I haven't gotten anywhere in this game yet. 
I had spent so long on this. I mean, I, you know, I, not for nothing. I don't have like the freest schedule in the world. And like, I don't have a million hours to play this game. Um, and so if I just like, can't, if I can't beat something like that's it, there's not like another, <laughs> there's no like alternative there. Like this podcast could have been like 10 minutes of just me saying, okay, well, this is where I'm at. And then that's it. <laughs> um, yes, when we started, I was outside Junon. Now I'm inside Junon. I got inside. And- <laughs> like we could have done 20 more minutes on Kevin up top, but like, uh-huh. I, I, no, no one's listening to that. Um, like this was so hard it kept picking up my people and then just like it would do 1500 damage or whatever to everyone in my party just like it's nothing and you know the only person that could like withstand that multiple times was barrett everyone else if you got hit with that once twice you're done i mean it's over you're done um and I was using, you know, I have some healing on everybody. I don't have a main healer, Rip Aris, because, like, you know, I don't know who else could be my healer. Don't, don't tell me, Kate Sith. Don't say it. No one say I it. Was, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna say it. Kate Sith's HP is high, and yes, his magic stats I think are good. Um, but it is good to have healing on everybody because if you only have it on one person and then that person gets knocked out, then you're in trouble. Yes. Uh, I have a lot of X potions because, like, just a full healing potion is is big. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess there's, like, something to be said that I have, quote-unquote, more MP or unlimited MP. But, like, who cares? Like, whatever. I have a billion gil. Like, what else am I going to be using that besides potions and other stuff in the store? Um, and so, that's, I mean, that was the situation. It was, like, it kept picking up people. It kept doing its laser. Uh, like, I, I eventually got pretty lucky uh with limit breaks um mm-hmm. vincent's again it's just like busted that whatever thing that does like a thousand damage to everything there what, something fire beast fire fire sure something, yeah whatever uh-huh. uh that was big because i would damage both of the arms and the and the uh, the whatever connector the middle thing. yeah the body the robot yeah, yeah the body <laughs> um and so that was big uh pia's limit break is big as well which one does he have right now i have a meteor thing okay so that's level uh that could be level two or level three i think level three meteor rain yes yeah. uh which just like rains down for mm-hmm. a lot of damage uh yeah. which is really good the party members whose limit breaks do multiple attacks are really valuable especially in the end game when you um, need as many hits as possible yeah, I mean, he was popping off, which is great. He doesn't have a lot of HP, though. That's, like, my biggest complaint about mm-hmm. uh, PA. He doesn't have a lot of HP. Um, and then Bear was just yeah. a, a big tank, uh, which, you know, we needed it. Eventually, I did beat it, but, like, it wasn't – I really – you know, you're saying it was, like, good strategy to, like, grind and get limit breaks and, like, whatever. I didn't feel like I was accomplishing – like, I didn't feel like it was because of my own mess <laughs> or, like, anything that I did. It was just yeah. like, oh – like Vincent happened to use this more times on his limit break than his right. other just like I mean the break. RNG is part of it too sometimes. I can't remember it might have been Final Fantasy 5 which I notoriously hated. Uh but there was an enemy that would go through each of the like highest level attacks in the game in succession and I did this fight so many times and it was a total crapshoot which one it was going to start with and one of them was healing itself for 9999 huh. hp and so if that was the last thing that came up 
all of a sudden you've spent 12 rounds doing whatever and now you have to start over but you've depleted so many of your resources in that process um but then other times that's the first thing that it does when you haven't even hit it yet uh, and that makes for a completely different fight without you having done anything differently so that's certainly a factor here but if you're in an area with a boss fight where you can grind to boost yourself up a little bit, that's a good thing to do. If you can get it set so that your limit breaks are ready to trigger early in the battle, that is that is also something in your control. So controlling the factors that you can to help yourself when the other things happen to hit your way is always a good thing to do. It was a little tough getting the limit break set up just because the boss fight was so far away from the save point. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'd gotten all the way through it, whatever. I'd, like, gotten all the barriers out of the way. But, like, there's still random encounters there, which I can, like, get away from with Vincent now, which is big uh, (laughs) when I want to. But, you know, in this case, it was a little tough to get get the limit break set up, but... Eventually I beat this, uh, you know, I don't, we don't need to spend any more time on it, but I was, I was very legitimately like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this is the end for me. Like I wasn't even getting close. Like my first like 20 times I didn't even see an arm pop off. Like there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it was brutal. Eventually we did beat it, which is great. There's some other uh, random crap that I picked up. I don't even remember. Uh, I got a trumpet, though. Someone give me a trumpet. A battle trumpet, yeah. Yeah, we love a battle trumpet. It's for Kesa. No, it's not. Um, yeah, it is. It's for my inventory. I don't... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kesa can have whatever he had before. It's not uh-huh. my problem. Um, maybe we'll have to bring out a battle trumpet on the podcast sometimes, Ed. Who knows? Okay. Um, yeah, I picked up... Whatever. Picked up some random crap. Then we went to the submarine. Uh, more guard fights here. Why? Are there more guard fights here? Who knows? Whatever. They're just doing anything they can to stop you, except firing Kevin. Yeah, except for the one guy who clearly has any sway in this whole situation. Um, we we kill off some more guys. We pick up some more loot. We're in their submarine. Or not their submarine. Oh, twist, kind of. Not at all. Turns out they got away. They got away in their big, bright red submarine uh mm-hmm. visible from forever you know visible from a, a ways away um luckily for us we have the backup submarine because everyone knows when you're transporting huge materia it's a two submarine job and so <laughs> we have you gotta come... have your your grace leader sub yes and your follower sub yes uh i really thought you had a pun for the second one too no, and that was yeah uh, and i realized halfway through that i should have thought of one before i made the joke and mm-hmm. then it was too late do you want us to you know try it again do you have one now no, no? okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well okay so you have your two submarines we commandeer the backup submarine can we do something with back something is there do we know anyone with like a back this is <laughs> i don't know I'm, oh fish, I'm... Uh, steven fishback submarine yes there we go <laughs> Steven fish back up oh, somewhere. Oh man, juice um, definitely not worth the squeeze. Continue. <laughs> um, it's fine. I'm like only a little loopy here today. Yeah, you and me. Okay. <laughs> we get our backup submarine. We quickly take it over. Uh, because these guys are such chumps. And then 
Uh, one of my favorite sequences in the entire game happens here as we're taking over our second submarine. We have like this boss and two of the grunts, and they're like, "Are we? Can we? You know, we're gonna like protect the submarine, and you know how we're gonna do it? We're gonna show this person who's trying to take it over our coordinated moves." <laughs> I never got to do my victory dance. Well, do it now. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> they all just do it right there in the control room. And then I'm given the option of like, do you want to fight them? Or do you want to take them as a prisoner? And normally, Adam being, you know, <laughs> against violence would be like, whatever. We'll yeah, team diplomacy here on the podcast. I'm absolutely team diplomacy. Uh, but then they do this stupid dance, which makes my decision so easy. <laughs> you, they're just, so you fought them. I just fought them. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, funnily enough, there's it's like a completely inconsequential decision. <laughs> if you choose to take them hostage, they just go stand in this to the side. They just get out of your way. Well, and you don't even go anywhere. I, I still blame it completely on them. They should not have taken the opportunity to dance. <laughs> um, <laughs> they grossly miscalculated my willingness to watch them dance for 30 seconds there on the screen. Um, and then we take over the submarine and uh, we, we figure out some controls. And here's another mini game. We have a lot of mini games in this overall game of Final Fantasy VII. This mini game, uh, a a submarine torpedo fight, which lasted maybe fifteen seconds, twenty seconds, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the giant red submarine started out directly in front of me. Yeah, and so I just moved forward a little bit and pressed the fire button, and mm-hmm. and that was it. That's about the only way to do it. You got to like mash that torpedo button right away. Or as soon as you start having to like submerge further or go up further and you have those silly little gauges on the side that are fairly meaningless, uh, you lose sight of it once. It is so hard to find it again. And then what are the mines? What, why am I hurting? Why is there an alarm going off? I mean, you didn't even experience all of this. Uh, Very little. I saw like some big lines or whatever Mm -hmm. off to the side. I do have a question about uh-huh. this particular minigame as we are going in the submarine. Because while the red submarine did start right in front of me, there were a whole host of other submarines. The, like little yellow ones, right? Yeah, whose are those? No idea. I, 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 they are I, unexplained. And they are mysteriously not there when we are trolling the waters later. Mm-hmm. What, what, where do these submarines Where come did they from? come from? Where did they go? Uh, yeah where did they come from submarine joe like there's no where where are the other submarines after this little mini game they they got scared and and swam away they're like oh the big submarines making things explode we should uh we don't want to stick around here i can't even it, it just makes no sense uh who else would even have submarines in this world um I don't know. Anyway, this this minigame was very easy. Probably the easiest minigame I've had so far. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember all of the other minigames. This certainly was the fastest one. That's for sure. Um, although I hate it when... I, I mean, I just hate whenever they give me like the 10-minute real time countdown. Because yep. it's like, 
I'm going to have a really bad nine and a half minutes from now on. Uh, and then it was just super easy. So we like that. Yeah. Um, when I did this part for the playthrough on stream the other day, uh, I did not manage to spam the button right at the beginning. And I was like, I'm just going to lose then. But let's try for the sake of Twitch and not just sitting in a corner for 10 minutes. Let's uh, make an attempt. And it took me seven and a half minutes, I think, or something oh around gosh. seven minutes. And I couldn't believe I managed to get back into position where I could actually hit it. Because uh, it is either like right at the beginning or bust. I am going to go sit in the corner and wait because it's so ridiculous. Um, but I am glad that you did not have to suffer through that after all of the other suffering. Yeah, there's plenty of other suffering happening. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. So we get the submarine down uh, and then we just kind of pop up back in our little, our little inlet, our cozy little cove over there by Junon where we're allowed to park in. Um, I've not found other places to park yet, but I am excited to find other ones because mm -hmm. that particular shape is very funny to me. Um, and so, you know, we get in, we get back on the high wind or, or not. I don't even know if we're back on the high wind or not. We're just told to like go to the Junon airport, I think is what we're, I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. uh, this was where, this was where you told me to go do a bunch of stuff um, yes. in the submarine. And it's where I did go do a bunch of stuff. I did what I was told. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm good at following directions sometimes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to save you a bit of time later by having you do a couple things now that are like, in preparation because otherwise you go do a thing and they're like go find the key of the ancients and instead you can be like haha i already have it 
Um, I found it by accident the first time I played, and I was like, what's this thing? Don't know, but I have it. Yeah, I don't know if I would have ever found this thing by accident. It was in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah. Um, I was just, like, meandering around, and I was like, oh, here's a little nook. Let's go this way. And then suddenly you find this white spiky thing. Um. Yeah, I, mean, I think we just play the game differently, because whenever I see, like, a nook like that, I'm like, well, this is not my business, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guess we'll just get out of here uh so we start by going to find the red submarine which we shot down i don't know why we didn't just go there immediately right away yeah. once we shot it down why did we go back up and then have it get lost that makes absolutely no sense um and it, especially because it wasn't even like difficult to get <laughs> the huge material it was just like oh we're here yeah you basically just bump into it and it's like there you go here it is uh abracadabra here you go uh and so we get more huge materia which i believe is our third huge materia we are 990 times the power (laughs) of regular materia Uh i can't i god only knows what happens if we get another 330 times i mean we are it's this is groundbreaking can't even do that much math yeah I, I can't. I was trying to find the number in my the head. Counter, like, it's it's like 12 something. 12 something. Uh, the numbers yeah. don't even go that high. There's only three, you, you know, the counter's only got three three digits. We can't comprehend. Okay. So 990 is it? I'm just oh. making it up. I don't oh, okay. Know. Okay. I, like, I, I have you know. a BFA. I haven't done math since 2006. <laughs> um, we, yeah. So we got the thing from the red submarine. Great. We're done. Uh, excellent. Then we go to, I don't even remember the name of this place. I didn't get that down. The Sunken Gelnica? The Sunken, uh, what was that? The, the Sunken Gefilte? Okay. This, the, G- yeah, the Sunken Gefilte Fish. <laughs> the Sunken Gelnica. I've already forgot. Yeah. Gelnica. Gelnica. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the Sunken Gelnica. Um, brutal place. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. I thought I had grinded. For, you know for the last boss and i was like okay i'm ready things should be easy at this point like we're fine i was no. way up there no absolutely not um we get here we get to the turks which was a tough battle uh in and of itself just like right there off the bat they kept making me spin and and shoot my party members and like they mm-hmm. didn't even die they just like ran away um I, 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 you know, it didn't take me as many times as the previous boss fight, but this was a frustrating battle, uh, just because, like, I couldn't, like, do what I wanted to do. I think that if they had, like, not done so much, like, crowd control on my party, I would have mm-hmm. been okay. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, they just kept doing that stupid whatever spin move, and then, you know, when my party is attacking my party, well, my party's pretty strong, and so, like, that, <laughs> that's not good. Um I did that, and then I have to say, I was, like, trying to explore around, and this is where uh, some of the toughest uh, uh, battles that I have ever had was. In fact, like, right after I beat the boss, I, like, was wandering around, I ran into a flower, it killed me, and I had to go back and do the boss again. Oh, no. I didn't think that I had to save after the boss fight. I was like, okay, this was the boss fight. I'm good. I healed all the way back up, whatever. And then kept kept exploring. And then a friggin' flower came in and decided that no, Adam, you're spending another 20 minutes on this boss fight. Screw you. In my defense, 
Mm-hmm. I did say, uh, beware the enemies here are annoying. Use what accessories you can to prevent poison, confusion, any status effects. Having your exit materia equipped is probably a good idea to be safe, too. Um, I thought you meant that about the boss fights. No. Well... Uh, you know i don't know i don't even know yeah uh, no the death flowers which is what i call them i don't know what they're actually called uh are nightmares and then there's the whatever those weird things are that can do a creepy touch Ugh, why uh, Ugh. it kept missing the creepy touch whenever i was doing it but like good because i hate why them. why is that something that we are calling it like why like who who good. made that decision mm-hmm. you know what this move should be called creepy touch and everyone yes uh i mean come on we gotta have a little bit of sense here um i got a few i got a little bit of the loot from this place but i like did not go all the way over there's still something on the second level all the way over that i missed i got some of the stuff on the main floor Mm -hmm. um and i just got out because i was like i'm this is not not yeah this was the second time that you were like this is gonna be all there is for the podcast (laughs) if i have to like stay here and i was like no you can bail it's okay we tried i I got like some stuff yeah i got some stuff it was just whenever i saw a flower i would get ko'd or there's literally nothing i could do about it Mm -hmm. um and it was like i could keep going until like just one of the rng times when i don't see the flower right like it could just be other stuff and that would be fine but like i can't control that there's nothing in you know i can't control when or what you know random baddies i'm running into um and so that was my experience there i just got out hopefully i got enough of the stuff i don't even remember what i got to be honest with you um i just always equip whatever weapons or whatever is the is the highest numbers yeah Uh, i will send you the list of things that you could have gotten and then you can check and see if you have them because a couple of them are, even if you don't go right back there, are like especially good to have for later in the game. Um, if you can make another attempt after you've leveled up some more, potentially. Yeah, I mean, ideally it should be certainly more possible to come back later yeah. once I've leveled up. Although, yeah, I, you it's know, not going anywhere. So, yeah, you see, you later in the game, the end of the game if like you wanted are, to. I feel like we're getting close to later yeah. in the game. Um, and did you happen to see a big green dude floating around down there at any point? Right at the very beginning, mm-hmm. uh, I saw it floating around, but I did not go investigate because it seemed, seemed big. I debated warning you about it specifically, but I thought it would be a little funny if you ran into him once because I have like a, 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 a death feud with the green guy. <laughs> we are mortal enemies emerald weapon and i oh uh that is true mastery of the game is defeating emerald weapon and i have done it and josh wiggler has not done it oh well okay well that means that you would have been extremely sad well it would have been very obvious that this was a mistake uh, pretty immediately had you gotten into an encounter with emerald weapon uh um, who does spawn in a couple of, it's it's only one dude uh-huh. uh but will randomly spawn in a couple of different underwater places one of them is right by the underwater reactor by junon and one is right in front of the galnica and it's extremely difficult to get into the galnica if emerald weapon is standing right in front of it just chilling um mm. But what you can do anytime that if if he's in your way anywhere is you just unsubmerge 
emerge, get out of the water, and then go right back down, and he'll be somewhere else, probably. Um, I am obsessed with the word unsubmerge now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that has to be correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're very creative with their baddie names. Uh, insert, you know, type of material or gem and then mm-hmm. weapon. Um, or Ultima. A lot of just weapon. Yeah. They like to use the word weapon a lot. There's sapphire, emerald, ruby. Okay, so we're just Pokemon name weapon. Is, uh-huh. is, and is and Ultima. 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 Ultimate. Ultima. Both Who things knows? exist. This Who's is what's tricky. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, well, I had fi- I had one final uh, activity here down below. It was very easy, just going up there, going into the little nooks and crannies of the under underwater here mm-hmm. uh, to get the key of the ancients or the key yes. to the ancients, the ancient key, whatever. Um, a key that did not even remotely look like a key uh, that we had to pick up here from just it was just sitting down there waiting yeah. to be taken. That will come in handy in a little bit. But you will have already retrieved it, which will save you some time when you go on your adventure in the near future. With great. Yes. Uh, today, stuff we'll talk about today. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was the full extent of my underwater shenanigans. We just went back up and got back into the to the high wind to keep on keep on rolling. Mm hmm. Uh, and the place that we started with, I believe, uh, was Rocket Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, first place to go was Rocket Town. It's going to need a new name, though, because uh, well, well, Rocket well, ain't well, coming back. Does it have to be named after something that is there currently? Or like, could it be a... Uh, it you was know, once the home yeah. of the Rocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean... The way that all these towns in America are named after forts that very often don't exist anymore. I oh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if I want to use that as a benchmark for what I think should be the case, but um, <laughs> <laughs> something that is the case. So yes. we'll take that. Uh, so we go to Rocket Town first because, uh oh, something is going on with this rocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, we immediately run up to the rocket. My favorite thing again, we just kill some guards on the way up the stairs. Uh, we're just plowing them over, whatever. Um, I will say, I got a little baited here at the start of Rocket Town, the, the, this story here, because yeah. Sid pops out and is like, wait, Pia, I need to be the one to do that. I need to, I, I want to be involved. Uh, I want to be part of the story. Stop benching me, Pia. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, no, but the game is like, Adam, you have to, because this is what's <laughs> happening. This is Sid's story. This is... <laughs> let him have the spotlight um and so i have to bring sid in uh and secretly internally i am hoping here comes the sid death arc here it comes we've been waiting it's rocket town time this is where he's from how poetic would this be since then in my party, I have to bring Sid. We get uh, P there as well. I, I don't even remember who I take third. It might have been Barrett. It might have been Tifa. It might have been... Uh, who knows? It could have been anybody. Could have been. It wasn't Kate Seth. I'll tell you that. Um, but it, I don't even remember because it didn't even last that long, uh, truly. We got up into the rocket where we find uh, some Shinra people 
whatever. We kill some more Shinra people. And then we are told of the plan for this rocket, which I will admit made little to no sense to me. Mm-hmm. And by little to no sense, I mean absolutely no sense at all. Um, as best I can explain it, they have they have more they have more huge materia, I believe, here, and their plan is to shoot this rocket up into Meteor, which is like a moon type situation, I think, uh, and explode it. Yes, because. Yeah, well, the meteor is like a is like a meteor. Yes, okay. Uh, hurtling towards the planet. Uh huh. Oh, I hope my father never listens to this podcast. <laughs> uh, he won't. Um, and yeah, their goal is to attach the huge materia to the rocket, launch the rocket on autopilot, and have the rocket explode into the meteor and break it up so that it cannot wound the planet as sephiroth is is trying to get it to do yes and the reason he's trying to get it to do that is Mm -hmm. because it would destroy the planet and create such a big reaction of life force that he can use to something control everything (laughs) be super powerful yeah i think that's a pretty good summary uh without getting bogged down in the details too much because like it's going to continue to evolve and be confusing and change over time um but that is that that is very much the general gist of of what's going on here which okay so it all tracks kind of that we are trying it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't at all okay so we're trying to use this rocket Shinra is doing this and then also we're doing this uh okay we're coming up and then I, I don't even honestly I hated this so much because Sid just like goes on a little temper tantrum here and like controls everybody and starts yelling at everybody uh we see um who else is there what's the what's the one name of the Shira yeah no yes yeah yeah yeah. i think right isn't she in there i mean she is there is that who you're talking about i don't know i might be who i'm talking about oh i skipped the stupidest part um okay so uh, the oh my god this this was a battle with rude no that was well that was a pretty dumb part but that no 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 um okay so we get up there whatever we're fighting our people we take control over the airship we have there's a, a I guess you could call it a boss battle it was so easy whatever it doesn't really mm-hmm. count as a boss battle we take it over and then uh uh oh palmer aka i don't know what was that called colonel mustard you colonel called mustard, him at one point yeah. i think colonel mustard has started the countdown sequence we're gonna blast off we're going to space yes. that's what autopilot happening. is locked in yeah. There weren't supposed to be any people in Mm-mm. in the rocket. And, and we're uh, going. Yeah. And Sid is absolutely Like distraught. a Tesla. We cannot control it. It's about to kill some people. <laughs> and we're just along for the ride. Um, yeah. Really big questions of morality there that I just have no interest in getting into. Um, <laughs> really because that's all I do on podcasts is take people's fun fantasy stories and yell about politics um, 
I don't like to advertise uh, how far to the left I am, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're blasting off, and the thing that Sid is the most upset about is that there's no countdown sequence. He can't count down from three. That is his dream in this life, and it was yeah. taken from him by Colonel Mustard. This is his life stream. The big moment is finally here. He was robbed of it those years ago because of that darn Shira trying to make sure everything was safe. How dare she? Uh, that darn Shira trying to save her life in service to this absolute bozo. Um, okay, so we're on the ship. We're we're rocketing into space, which mm-hmm. I will say, uh, pretty cool that that is something that we're doing here. Kind of cool. Um. The space of that aesthetic is like not my favorite, but like kind of cool that that's what we're mm-hmm. doing here. Um, I will just say right here up front, kind of shitty that we don't end up with the rocket. That's, I mean, like, come on, how do we not get this rocket? How could we, you know, that should be our next method of transportation. So, like, what are we doing here? Um, we get up there and then we get to some dumb parts. We get to some really dumb stuff here because we have some jobs to do on board this rocket before it crashes into Meteor. Although it doesn't really matter how fast we do them um, because there's no timer. Mm-hmm. Why, are there, why is there sometimes a timer, sometimes not? When in this situation, totally arbitrary, pretty yeah. much would make a lot of sense for there to be some kind of time limit because we're on a rocket hurtling towards Meteor. Yes. That's happening and it's an autopilot. Okay, first thing we have to do is get the huge materia out of its little lockbox type code thingy here. Mm-hmm. Number one. Why is there a code like this for the huge material? Who Who's... benefits no. from this yeah. type of security? Also, no they're just shooting it into space to explode. No one is supposed to be on the ship to makes, steal it. It makes no sense. There's, li- I mean, this was, and I, you know what? I'm only frustrated by this because of how I had to enter the code. Mm-hmm. And this was something that was on the clock. Despite the rest of this not having any kind of semblance of like time, I had a mere, I think it was three minutes mm-hmm. to type in this mastermind-esque style lock here um, while Sid was yelling at me various unhelpful hints. He's the like, the first while. number wasn't one. Yeah. Okay. It just goes over and over, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, this was like a nightmare." Where I'm, it's uh, you know, it's like X, C, V, and Z for me, mm-hmm. uh, of just like you know, okay, the third one's maybe cancel the the fourth one. I think is menu, but it might be okay. Uh, and it just like goes over <laughs> and over and over like that, and it's so, <laughs> it's so dumb. I think that one of them one of them goes two times. Uh, it's like. <laughs> He's literally like a drunk uncle trying to remember (laughs) his nieces and nephews' names. Like, it makes no sense. That's all this is. And it's so annoying. Oh, my God. He just... Yeah, they're all like double negative clues. Yeah. It's like, I don't think this second one's okay. (laughs) That's all it was. Well, thanks. Just a bunch of those. Um, and meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to remember what he's saying, his unhelpful hints. I'm trying to remember what I've already tried to put in because he only gives me an additional hint 
uh, every, after, after I put one in. Yeah. And half the time, his hint is just like, rah, rah, I don't remember. Try again. Uh, <laughs> I need more time. Uh, and it's, how do you remember the specifics of, of like what the third one isn't and you don't remember what they are? Yeah. Who remembers things like that? It's just absurd. Uh, this I don't know if you even want to call this a mini game, but I hated it. This was <laughs> terrible. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I, I mean, I eventually got it, but again, it was just like I was trying so many options. Like, I had to narrow it down. I don't know if there was anything I did specifically that did this, but whatever. Um, okay, we get going. We get some cool cinematics here. We get the thing out. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about potentially the most important part. Sid got trapped under a big thing of metal. We yeah, walking and he's down. about to die, we think. Hope. Um, yeah. We get down there. It's over. Sid's like, go on without me. And I'm like, you know, okay, maybe, maybe this is his redemption arc. You know, he stays in here and he dies. Uh, okay. I would have bought it. I would have, you know what? I would have been like, fine. You know, if that's how this is ending, fine. Hopefully I still have all the material that I have equipped to you. Please and thank you. And then you can die. It's fine. Um, But alas, no, because uh, there's someone else here. It's not just us on the ship. What's her face comes back. It's that damn Shira again. (laughs) She's here. Why? Because <laughs> she's always checking the safety. She's very, she's too committed to her job, to be honest. Yeah. Pro tip, never work this hard. Just at anything. Never There's do it. someone who just took his first sick day in his entire life. I know. And I'm telling you from firsthand experience, never work this hard. Don't be like me. It's not worth it. You get nothing from this. Uh, it only ends up terribly. Although I guess it like kind of worked out for her because she's fine now. But like, she really put herself in a bad situation um with her trapped under some like fallen debris and i'm like yes this is it we're gonna go he's gonna Mm -hmm. he's gonna have his go on without me there's no time Mm -hmm. moment and we're gonna go on without him and he's gonna fulfill his life's goal of being on the rocket and you know have this glorious explosive death in space seems perfect win-win he gets his moment of glory he gets to go to outer space. We get to not deal with him anymore. And then they're like, oh, we, we'll just move this off of you. Yeah, I'm struggling to find a world where Pia and Barrett can't lift this thing. But now with the help of Shira, we're able uh-huh. to. Yeah. Like, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that that makes a lot of sense. Fine. What, you know, maybe she's like super strong and just like, I, you know, I don't know it. Okay, fine. But like, why? You know, you had a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to just let him be there. Oh, oh, it's it's too heavy. I can't help you lift it. Uh, like there were so many opportunities here that she just did not take. Uh, we then get a pretty cool cinematic uh, of us up in space. We get into the escape pod. Why is there an escape pod? Uh, this is a, a I don't know. Whatever. There's an escape. It's just pod. always important to have one. You know, always good to have an extra escape pod handy, uh, just in case when you're trying to blow up a meteor, you need to get out. Um, we get in the escape pod, which is great. Uh, worked great. It just goes right down. And then next thing you know, we're back on the ship. Yeah. Classic. I wish, yeah, I wish that there was like more to say about that, but it was so abrupt and sudden that like, 
who knows where we landed? Who knows how we landed? How do we control it? No clue. But we ended up off, fine. Off stage, off stage drama. Yeah, it was totally fine. And where's Shira now? Who knows? Who's to say? Back at Sid's house somehow, probably. Probably. Um, doing her, making her tea. I could go for some tea right now. Um, <laughs> she's back there in Ranga Town. Great. Uh, good for her, I guess. Uh, stay off of rockets that are about to, you know, explode right into a probably, meteor. Probably for her. Just just stay off of rockets. Um, other cool thing here. It, the ship did crash into the meteor, but we had taken the materia. Mm-hmm. And so... My understanding is that this was, like, successful, but not successful. I don't think that we actually blew it up in the way that it was intended to be blown up, but it did blow up. Yes, it it is split in half. Whether that is better or worse, your mileage may vary. Who knows? Because it's smaller, I suppose, but now there's two? Mm-hmm. I don't Are, think we ever really discussed there being two later on in the game, though. I think uh, it was fundamentally it did not do what we wanted it to do, which was destroy it. Yes. So. And I, I don't know why we didn't just leave the materia on. Yeah, because if it if it explodes, Shinra still can't have it, and yes. the whole reason we have been collecting it is. Ex- is explicitly so just so that Shinra does not have it. We don't actively have a plan for something to do with it. And this feels like it would have been a pretty good use of one of our four huge material, especially Mm -hmm. with the given that the rocket is going to be flying into the meteor, no matter what we do. Uh Not sure why we were being stingy with the material. We could have avoided that whole mini game. uh, And we didn't. Yes. Really unfortunate. Yep. Um, but they do do like this big pan around all of what's the world called? Gaia. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how that hasn't come up yet. Uh, all around Gaia of various different places and people who are looking up and see, ooh, ah, the explosion, the meteor, mm-hmm. people are freaking out. Um, and I will say, even before like I knew where we were going next, it stuck out to me that Gramps was like, ooh, <laughs> looking, <laughs> up, looking up at the moon. It's just like, man, I have not heard from you in ages. <laughs> um, and lo and behold, that's where we're going. Uh, we go back to Guggenheim, a.k.a. Gramps, and we see uh, that's where we're going. We're going back to Cosmo Canyon. Long time yes. no see. Yeah. Uh, named after my dog, obviously, Cosmo mm-hmm. Canyon. Uh, that is where we are headed next with our, our huge materia. You've got all four of them now, um, which is an accomplishment. I don't know that I've ever had all four. So you don't even st- need all four? You don't literally need them all, no. Because like, if you fail, if you fail to stop the train, as <laughs> I love to do, you don't get that one. And you don't get to try again unless you've like saved your game and want to go back and try again. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna take him to Bugenhagen. Yeah, I've got all four. Take him to Gramps over there in Cosmo Canyon. He's gonna put him in his little 
celestial thing or whatever. His observatory. Yeah, he's got a little observatory. His observatory. Uh, yes. It seems very appropriate for huge materia? Question mark? It's uh, a safe place. Uh-huh. Yeah, safe place. Very visible from all angles of the town. Everyone knows what's going on up there. Maybe they just don't want to climb that many stairs to go steal it, but whatever. Um... Yeah, and so uh, he showed me this, like, thing, and there was a bunch of, like, crystals that I went up to and said hi to, and then mm-hmm. nothing much else happened there. I think I got something from one of them, but... Uh, yeah, you if you do get all four pieces of huge materia, you get the Bahamut Zero materia, um, and this is the only way you can get it, uh, and it is a non-elemental enemy... Um, and Bahamut Zero is the strongest of the three of Bahamut, Neo Bahamut, and then Bahamut Zero. You know, the new Coke Zero is Bahamut, um, and it is extremely powerful. Not that I'd particularly know from experience, but that's a good one to have. Okay, I almost never summon anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's incorrect or correct, but like it is. <sighs> It's only really useful in in boss battle difficult situations, really. Uh, it can be fun to see the animations. They all do cool little cinematics when you call them. Um, but I only use them in pretty specific circumstances. Uh, okay. Because they... I think they drain MP... Yes, they do. Um, so it's uh, it's a resource management game at that point because of course the more power powerful they are the more mp they use uh yeah and i couldn't even tell you like how much mp uh they're actually using or anything like that but uh yeah so we went up to gramps's house and uh we looked at his crystals up in the little display case so uh you know good for him (laughs) the little display case yeah (laughs) um yeah and so uh we didn't spend a ton of time there uh, mm-hmm. because we were busy and Gramps wanted to come with us. Yeah. Why? He is, he is suddenly inspired to go out and see the world for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Perhaps uh, inspired by his young, brave grandson, 45-year-old Nanaki. Yes, his brave grandson has Who's not... in his teenage years for, for his species. <laughs> Uh, but he's actually like in his 40s or 50s or something i think uh yeah he did not uh that dog has not seen battle in ever uh he's never in the party so uh you know sorry sorry gramps i feel bad guggenheimen or whatever um anyway uh this is our last section here that i was able to get through because after this we are told well we're uh it's a little confusing how we get here, right? So we're said that Eris is still her energy or her 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 ancient life force or the ghost spirit, I think is what I was calling it previously. Well, I'm gonna stick with that. Is still involved here somehow. There's still something something unsaid here. Something uh something we gotta figure out with Eris. And so uh grandpa goog decides to tend us uh to the place where eris died mm-hmm. the forgotten or forbidden under remember city forgotten uh, for- yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty cool if it was forbidden though um 
we go back to the Forbidden City. Um, I immediately go straight down the middle path because, oh, poop to do to do. This is where Eris died. And then freaking Nemo is out there blocking my way. I, down. The fish. <laughs> Remember I told you about the fish. Yeah, but why is it there now? Why can't I get back I down there? Know. What's going on down there? Why, why can't I? Why can't I know? Um, yeah, Nemo blocks the way down there. Whatever. We head to the left and then... Uh, we see, you know, the platform. I had seen this previously because I did go over to the side before. Um, there was just like some loot there previously, but now this is the place where uh, floating Googman can show us the world and show mm-hmm. us a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, floating, literally floating, because when yes. you bring him onto the airship. He's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go be out on the, I'm going to peace out and be on the deck. Just like taking in the sights if you need me. And then he just like whizzes up, Mm -hmm. like levitates up and out of the frame. And it's like, oh, um, so we're not going to even pretend to do a semblance of, of walking anymore. Oh no. Uh, absolutely not. Okay. Um, you might have to help me here with a little bit of the plot for this section. Okay. Uh, it has been a few days since I... Yeah, well, uh, it has been months since I've played this part of the game. So uh-oh. I will do my best. Okay, well, uh, so he starts us by showing... There's like this weird life force type situation, like little barrier that we have to go in and out of. It was very demoralizing, I will just say, right at the very start, to have him flow up to the thing. And I had to, like, take the long way around <laughs> like an idiot over there <laughs> off of the stairs. Well, he could just fly up there. I mean, come on. Like, really? Uh, he's just styling on me at this point. It's really <laughs> unfortunate. Um, and then we get down and we see we're, like, entering into uh, this life force and it's where he's showing us uh, uh, various scenes that we had seen mm-hmm. previously. Yeah, so the key of the ancients that you picked up beforehand is being used to work this, like, music box slash projector type situation. Um, I think the key is what act- it makes it so that the water falls, and the waterfall is serving as the screen on which this information movie story is being projected that Bugenhagen is narrate explaining. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, uh, yeah, exactly correct. What he is actually explaining makes, uh, I got very little of it in terms of the actual explanation. Uh, there's a lot to do with like the ancients. Eris is involved here mm-hmm. as well as that, you know, this is obviously her, her, you know, the place where she died here in this, in this forgotten city. Um, but in terms of like my takeaways, I have almost nothing in terms of like things that have changed based on this new understanding. Sure. Uh, what we know is that the planet is in crisis. We basically already knew that. Um, but that what they need to solve the crisis is magic called holy holy is the ultimate white magic to counter the black magic that is meteor uh it is literally that black and white that is what they are now trying to figure out how to activate is holy magic to protect the planet from meteor uh that is essentially 
what's happening. And if you don't already have the key of the ancients, there's like a message written in chalk and Bugenhagen is like, mm, ah, yes, this message says you need to go get this thing. <laughs> uh, and then you have to go back out and get in, hop in your airship, go back to wherever you left the submarine, get in the submarine, go find the key, take the submarine back to where you left the airship, get back in your airship and come back to this place. So you save yourself a lot of running around by picking it up beforehand, whether you stumble across it or someone kindly tells you to go get it in advance, because the game certainly won't. Yes, the game uh, definitely does not. Yeah. Um, and so with this with this holy uh, materia or holy energy, I'm not mm -hmm. entirely sure if it actually is materia or not, yep. our understanding is that Eris had it. Yes. Or uh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh something like that uh Ares is directly involved with this holy energy making me think or uh, I'm th i think trying to get us to think that it is in some way connected to the ancients the ancients mm -hmm. being holy or having holy energy or being capable of bestowing holy energy i don't know exactly how the logic of it works uh but Ares is involved and we know that we need it and we also know that it glows green when it's activated or something mm -hmm. like that. But we yeah. aren't exactly told how to go get it. Right. That's correct. Uh, yeah. So you've learned what you are able to learn here at the city of the ancients, the forgotten city. Um, Bugenhagen has interpreted what he can of this uh, projection on the waterfall. Uh, and now we're going to continue our battle with Shinra because we have thwarted their plans to explode Meteor. Um, hooray? Yeah. <laughs> Unclear? Again, I really don't get why we couldn't have just, you know, left one of the huge materia on the rocket and blown it up, but whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Meteor's coming. Uh, as we're leaving this place, uh, we get a, we get a distress call from freaking kate said who's like hey want to listen in on another conversation uh i love i love when Peel like stops to answer the call because i i i don't think this is actually accurate but it looks to me like he's pissed off that he's getting a call from kate said and so <laughs> like whenever he's like okay yeah i guess i'll take it uh you know he picks up the call and we get to spy on another conversation at shinra headquarters uh i forget who's all there heidegger is definitely there um yeah someone else rufus reeve scarlet and heidegger are all in the in the headquarters in the conference room or in the um no in the president's office uh yeah. because so we used to have this big cannon protruding from sticking out of junon mm-hmm uh, that was like iconic. Junon looks like a tank and it has this cannon sticking out of it. And then all of a sudden the cannon's gone. And it's like, well, where'd it go? Yeah. Rocket Town has no rocket. Junon has no cannon. Uh -huh. uh, these cities are all out of weapons. Uh -huh. But they have a new cannon or a revamp They've of the moved same it. cannon. Yeah. To, they have relocated the sister ray from Junon to the Shinra headquarters. Well, the sister, what a name reveal they really went through there, where I think it was Scarlet, at the, you know, they were just calling it another canon or whatever, and Scarlet was like, but wait, we should call this one 
the sister raid. Yeah. Um, there's a whole big name reveal at the end. Um, Please do not call it a Mako cannon. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You... Even though that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, who cares what it is? It's all yeah. about branding here. That's right. Um, every, everything is about branding. Um, and so, we, you know, we get this ray there. And the reasoning why they uh, need this ray, well, number one, we have a giant meteor coming down to the to the you know uh, ground and so that's probably not good but also emerging from the water as we find out when we get back to uh get back to the ship we we see a giant uh magnetic whatever thing over here a giant i don't even know what to call this they call it the diamond weapon yes is popped out of the water somehow like a turtle Mm -hmm. and is now slowly moving towards uh midgar uh-huh. for who knows what purpose um kate sith i always love when they like bring back these little reminders that like these people have families and lives back in midgar because it truly seems like no one cares um but kate is kate is uh, kate sith is like don't even worry barrett your daughter marlene is safe with eris's mother and i'm just like oh, what I, there's this giant weapon coming towards Vingar. What do you mean they're safe? Like that's they're not in the safe place. How how are you, freaking Michelin Man over there, telling Barrett that he, his daughter, whatever? Yeah, Kate's this argument though is like, yeah, you're worried about weapon for your daughter, but did you care about all the daughters that you destroyed when you blew up the reactor in Sector One? Yeah, uh, you know who I don't need Electron ever. <laughs> Kate Seth is hey, the answer. You guys and your morals and your good decisions are making me feel bad. So I'm going to point out some choices <laughs> that you made in your life. And you think about what you did. Maybe you should feel bad too. And then I won't feel so bad. Yeah. I hope you feel terrible. Kate Seth. Uh, truly. Um, that like, is probably the, mo- uh, that makes me like Kate Seth almost too much. And it's not even a lot, but like, it's too much. Um, <laughs> I just, this is so dumb to me. I'm just like, because I think I've pretty locked in here that Kate Sith is, is Reeve. I don't know who else he would be if, like, uh-huh. he's involved in Shinra. Reeve has, like, mysteriously been at all these meetings, but also, like, hasn't contributed in any way to any <laughs> of the meetings. Well, he got shut down because at one point he's like, here are the plans for rebuilding Sector 7. He's yeah, like, but like, I drew up all my schematics. <laughs> and the president's like, we're not going to do that. Yeah, like, so why is he still in the meeting? He shouldn't still be in the meeting. So it's a good shut down I, like that. You're not. But I drew it for you. Yeah, that right there is Pete Kate Sith. That makes complete sense <laughs> why he's Kate Sith. That kind of energy fully tracks for me. Um, and I'm not gonna, even though I've like, I think I'm pretty sure he's Reeve. I still don't care. It makes, it makes no difference to me at all who he is. I'm not getting anything good. And now he's like blackmailing my party into like doing nothing. It's something that we were already going to do. We're clearly going to go deal with this giant weapon. Like that is obviously the next thing that we're going to do. I don't need a freaking lecture on morality from someone who like opened up the relationship by being someone else and backstabbing us and like taking our stuff and giving it to the enemy. I just don't need that in my life right now. Just um, as a recap of how this is gone. Yeah. yeah. Like you've been terrible right from the start. Um, And I hate it. It's, uh, you know, to Yuffie's credit, I have not heard a word from her. <laughs> and so uh-huh good for her i guess at this point shut up kate sith i don't care um and so that's where we've left off here there's this giant 
diamond weapon that looks like Slowly a big magnet advancing yeah trudging through the water i will say i did try and just i kind of i was just like okay let's just do this um and so i flew the ship right into the weapon and said was like stop it you idiot um <laughs> And yes. so it's like, you have to land it on the ground. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Do, and then like, have a ship? <laughs> stand on the shore as it like menacingly comes towards you. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Uh, so we'll see what that fight looks like uh, next week. But that is as far as I got this yeah. time. I've been doing my fighting with weapons this week in the stage combat workshop that I am helping to run. And you're going to do your fighting with weapons next week uh, on the next episode of this podcast. Those are uh, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Totally, yeah. No differences whatsoever. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so that is where we are leaving off for today. Uh, you covered a lot of ground. More than I thought you were going to. Um, it was almost no ground. So that's... It's, yeah. <laughs> it's good that we covered From zero to 100. Life. We blasted off into space and shot through the next section of the game. Um, so once again, I have some catching up to do before we record next week. Uh, but in the meantime, Adam, what else you got going on? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Piano Man Adam. Uh, of course, you can find me uh, going through Crazy Ex-Girlfriend with Todd and Lindy over at One Indescribable Podcast. That's One CXG Podcast on Twitter. Um, this upcoming week, you can find me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me recapping Xenon, which I'm about to watch uh, right after this podcast, actually, to record Ooh uh and so i'm very excited about that and then um uh oh uh the i'm really losing it this week has been a really tough week for me Uh, the other thing you can find me in the upcoming i believe we're going to be starting next week uh so get excited about this we are starting uh who a with kevin and Melissa woodward uh going through doctor who and so i'm very excited about that there's been some uh big doctor who news uh recently and so we're excited to get involved in this project because doctor who is amazing and if you're not watching uh, you should be. Uh, lots to watch and lots to listen to here at Post Show Recaps. So many shows being covered. I literally cannot keep track of them all. Uh, but follow that Post Show Recaps main feed and you'll get all of it. Pick and choose the shows you like. There's individual feeds for a lot of them. Or there's the binge show recaps feed for anything on streaming services. The HBO show recaps feed for everything on HBO including several podcasts a week, apparently, about House of the Dragon, which is about to start. Uh, I don't have anything else going on podcast-wise at this particular moment in time, and that's okay. I'm tired and busy. Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash hope playing Final Fantasy VII, um, slaying weapons, crushing things. Uh, I got all my final limit breaks. I'm ready to go. Um, that's really, that's it. Hard Rock Hope wherever I am on the internet, hang out with us in the discord. If you are not in the discord yet, patreon.com slash post show recaps. is how you get into that discord where you can chat with us about final fantasy, about doctor who, about whatever else you'd like to talk about snacks, pets, sports. I think, uh, <laughs> I've heard there's some sports channels. Um, yeah, all great things. A wonderful place to be. We hope to see you there. In the meantime, you got anything to say about Final Fantasy, you know where to find us on Twitter. Uh, at Piano Man Adam 1, at Hard Rock Hope, at Post Show Recaps for all of that feedback. Thank you for your patience this week as this episode is dropping a little bit late. Thanks to our schedules and, and our lack of <laughs> health. Uh, Pia doesn't have a whole lot of HP and neither do the two of us these days. 
Um, so send some good vibes our way. We could use them. And hope you enjoy whatever we just did for the last hour. It was it was something. Uh, and we will see you all next week after we have destroyed some weapons and hopefully not Have a good one. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.